Good morning, fantasy football, or whatever time it is. It is a holiday weekend. How are you guys doing? I'm your host, Robert Iams, and I am the Keeper King. As always, in the studio, Jay Goody. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? <sighs> Been moving. That's why this yeah. pod's late. I apologize, everybody. Normally, <laughs> this stuff is for you guys on Friday. We're recording on a Saturday night, so hopefully you guys are going to be able to listen to this while you guys are grilling this weekend. Listen to the Keeper Kings because you're going to keep being the king of your league. So we're ready to dive in. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes, I am. All right. Let's uh, let's get to some news here. A lot of news, man. Holy cow. Um, running back news, uh, most definitely. Uh, Devontae Freeman, a little bit, says he's willing to skip the 20 season. Um, all right. That's cool. Uh, Carlos Hyde, he just signed with the Seahawks. Jay, what is up with this? We got to stop. We got to talk well, about this. Well, well, first, the you know, the Seahawks tried to get Freeman, but Freeman didn't want to sign for the amount that they were offering him. He he still wants a big contract, and I Dude. think he just – he wants one more contract to ride into the sunset. You know what I mean? Right. Do his retire – just a couple more years and retire, you know, and just get that money and retire. So th- this is what I think he's going to do – He's going to just wait until somebody gets injured this season and, you know, he might get a chance to sign on with somebody possibly. You uh-huh. think that's a possibility? Oh, always. It's always a possibility, but they're going to off, have to offer more than what Seattle is offering him, like one year, four million. And he, uh, he's so, not yeah, gonna he's, take that. he's probably going to just have to wait the whole season. Yeah. Then. Well, that's I think what's, it's because he's, I think he's really, he wants that long term contract he can write out till he retires. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's what he's doing. I think he wants at least a three year deal. He's probably looking at about 15 million with like 10 million guaranteed type, type deal. Right. But yeah, now with the backfield Seattle, well, let, let's, let's say this. Okay, you got Carson. Um, which, you know, due to hit with his injury, I mean, he, even now, I mean, technically speaking, he would miss all of training camp, probably miss all of preseason and then be cleared to play week, you know, like the week of the first game. Um, so would they use him? just coming fresh, not being able to do anything? I, and I don't know. And then Penny, you know, he's oh, starting Chris off. Carson. Yeah, Chris Carson. Yeah. Well, they uh, the Seattle Times said that they're still intending on Chris Carson to be their primary running back. Yeah, week one. They're hoping that he's right. going to be ready to go week one. Doesn't mean he is. Right. Because the injury that that he has takes you know takes over a year for it to to uh, to heal right and be good to go. So well, I mean, even could... Carlos Hyde is recovering from a torn labrum. Yeah. So. My, and this uh, it brings into the the whole situation there, you know. Like I said, hopefully Chris Carson's ready to go week one. Penny's not going to be back till week six, week seven, um, and then you have you, know, you have Homer there, and then you have D, you know DJ uh, Dallas there, mm-hmm. and then they went and signed Carlos Hyde. So right now, um, man, it, and then and then there even talks about Marshall Lynch. I don't know if you know that. They've yeah. Been talking. Yeah, about trying to maybe get Marshall Lynch to come back, which Marshall Lynch would be there. He'd get like five, six carries a game. He'd get it down at the end zone for you know the, uh, within the twenty. He'll be like Jerome Bettis for the Steelers. <clears throat> so that's what you got to take into consideration. That, that that backfield, I hate to say it, 
I would stay out of there. I mean, Chris Carson's going in the contract year on top of this. Yeah. So, and last year he was what number one in fumbles. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really even worse than Rojo. Oh yeah. So I'm thinking that it, it you got to stay away from the backfield, man. Yeah. Those of you who have Chris wanna... Carson uh, or Penny, I mean, I'm not saying get get rid of Penny, but you know, leave Penny in the IR and uh, Chris Carson. You you can't trade him. You're stuck with him. Everybody. Who, if you got Chris Carson, if you got Penny, if you got Homer, or and if you got DJ Dallas, you're just kind of stuck. You just mm-hmm. you're not gonna get nothing for him. Nope. But if you drop, if you drop, I think if Homer's droppable, I think if you drop him, nobody's gonna touch him. And I know that for a fact because I dropped Homer. <laughs> I, I looked nobody, and I was like, uh, nah. yeah, nobody, nobody's gonna touch Homer. Nobody's gonna well because depending on how deep your league is, you know, like bench wise. Yeah. Is he really – he's not even worth – like, he's not even enough to really even touch. Yeah, to, to rostering. So, and the thing yeah. is, you won't know how it shakes out after preseason, which nope. kind of which kind of brings me to my next point about all these, you know, dynasty leagues that draft, like, immediately within the first, you know, week or two of the NFL drafts, man. I mean, they're drafting, and, and stuff like this is just devastating. And I can see, you know, the yeah. appeal to drafting early because how – you know, they want to kind of be in that NFL feeling. You, know, you got to do your homework. You got to be prepared. You got to know what's mm-hmm. going on. And then for me, I, I say it's devastating to orphan teams and to guys maybe going into their second year of orphan team that, you know, you might make some trades you wouldn't normally make if the, if the draft was held a little later uh, because of situa- cause situations like this. So I'm, I'm sure if some guy took DJ Dallas – because they were they were running back needy and they grabbed him in maybe the late first round, early second round because they needed a running back, thinking, oh, he's got a shot. Mm-hmm. And here you are now with your pants down, and you know the the draft up your butt, you know. So uh, whoa, <laughs> hey. So yeah, so definitely uh, a crazy situation there with Seattle. So yeah, I'm saying Seattle. Yep, if you got him. You're you're just stuck with whoever you gonna, got. Yeah, you're gonna have to hold. Nobody's gonna be trading for them. Yeah, nobody's um, gonna offer you. Anything and if you drop them, somebody will pick them up just for shits well, and giggles. I think they'll <laughs> take Penny or Dallas yeah. or Carson. Will get picked up. Uh, I think Homer. Nobody's gonna touch Homer. So if you need room on your bench, I really believe Homer's droppable. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said before, I did it. Nobody touched him. So. Um, that's my thing. So what's what else? What's up for the news? Uh, Texans are encouraged by Will Fuller's uh, core muscle rehab. Yeah, um, which which is good. I mean, if you got Will Fuller, I mean, I mean they do have Randall Cobb, uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, they got jeez, uh, the other tight ends, and they do have David Johnson. But I mean, I would assume Will Fuller is the number one there, right? Um. I don't know. You got Brandon Cooks there. That's kind of, I mean, that, that's it's it's wide open there. I believe. I mean, they would like Fuller to be what they've always hoped he would be, but first he's got to be injury free for that to happen. He's never had a season where he wasn't hurt. So this is um, what you do. If you have Will Fuller, you wait. You're gonna sit on him. He's gonna have one, two games beginning of the season. You trade him. <laughs> you trade thought. him. 
let him blow it up, and then you you get everything you, know, you get for him. You know he has those like explosive games, like six catches for 126 yards and two touchdowns. And everybody, I want you to know, he does it against one team usually. Every year he has these uh, crazy games, and it's always against the Indianapolis Colts. So I don't know if he can do it that this year. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> but, but think about this. For the past right. three years, three, four years, man, that dude is – every time they play the Colts, man, he just has the game of his life. Well, you know who else does that against the Texans, right? Homeboy T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, T.Y. does tear them up, too. So, yeah, it kind of goes both ways. But right. uh, Fuller definitely has their number for some odd reason. It's the weirdest thing ever. But, yeah, he has a big game, man. You guys got to move him, trade him. Um, uh, what do you trade him for? I – and and this is this then here's another trade for another wide receiver. Well, see, that's my pet peeve about things. I got a pet peeve when people or do that. Trade back. a receiver for a receiver. I mean, you're telling me that receiver is better than the other receiver. That's how I feel about it. Like, you know what I mean? So you're saying right. the receiver you're trying to get off of me for Wolf Fuller is better than Wolf Fuller. So why mm. would I want Wolf Fuller then? So that's why I always go opposite. I go if I'm trading a receiver, I'm going after a running back. Or maybe tight maybe end, maybe you might need a, maybe that team might need a quarterback or a tight end, you know. I'm just I'm just throwing something out there. Yeah. It's just wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. I, cuz you know that does when you say I'll I'll trade cuz I mean I've been seeing a lot of on a lot of these community sites, fantasy community sites where people are like, "Oh, I had got an offer of OBJ for uh, you know, Let's say DJ Moore. Do I take the trade? And I'm thinking, come on, are you serious? You know, why? Why would you do? Why, who's doing that trade? Who's offering a receiver for receivers? Just, I think it's just silly, right? So, because he's basically saying, oh, uh, this guy's better than OBJ. You know, even though I think OBJ is better, better than most. But anyway, my opinion. So I'm just ranting and raving now, guys. I'm just all um, you're good. Yeah. Hey. All right, so Miles Sanders, um, they're predicting 15 to 18 touches for Miles Sanders. Oh, yeah, he's going he's gonna to kill it, man. There ain't no, who's there? Who's going to take touches from this guy? Uh, I mean, he's the, he's the full deal. He's going to get the catches. He's going to get the runs. I mean, Miles Sanders, I'm telling you right now, if you, didn't, if you haven't done a startup yet or if you um, are doing a trade, if you got him, I mean, he's, he's going to be top five running back this year. In the situation that he's in, there ain't nobody there that's going to challenge him. So I was, uh, I was in a startup uh, about maybe three weeks ago, and I actually took uh, Miles Sanders. I think it was like two, four, two, three, somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, I jumped on him quick uh, because yeah, he's going to be very explosive this year. We'll get we'll get to him um, here in a minute. Um, yeah. One more thing. The Rams are expecting to utilize running back by committee. Um, Sean McVay said we feel we've got three really good backs. I mean, yeah. obviously they spent us. Uh, they moved up in the second round last year to get Henderson, and I don't. They they didn't move up this year, did they? No, they didn't move up to get. They but they did take uh, Cam Akers in the second, third. Yeah, the second round, right? And that, third it was round? Just second, Yeah, I think it was third round. Yeah, third round, somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, one more thing, Josh Rosen, uh, who you guys remember this guy? Um, geez, Josh teams, Rosen though, teams are calling for him. Yeah. They want to know if he's tradable. What's his price? I saw that. I read that. And mm. just, uh, and then on what some you- of the news I dropped on our keeper Kings community, I've been getting some good deep stash nuggets in that one, man. For those of you who are not in our, our keeper Kings community, you should be, <laughs> 
because we're getting stuff in there that not a lot of people know nope. about that you're not you're not going to see on the NFL you're not getting in the NFL news you're not cutting edge material yeah and the thing is it's for deep stashes guys this is for deep that deep dynasty player you're looking for kind of um um for prime like example a, like a Preston Williams yeah well like prime example we had a um there was a a, a a person that was familiar with the situation of what's going on in Washington with with Harmon for those of you who don't know that the speculation rumors is that they would like because Harmon's a big guy. He's as big as a tight end. They're talking about moving him to tight end because they really don't have a great tight end option there. Oh. Moving him to tight end. So what what does that do? I mean, I'm not even I, it might even help Harmon out. Might make right. him even more valuable than what, what he is as a as a wide wide receiver too. Now he's gonna be a tight end one. Oh so, yeah. So who knows? People are like, "Oh man, Harmon stock's going to be garbage." But no, it, there's a possibility it could be really good. But at the same time, that means it's going to increase uh, that wide receiver two position is going to be open to who Sims. It could be the Golden yeah. Gandy. It could be uh, yeah. These possibilities of these other players coming in on that. So you know, and that stuff you're not you're not getting in, in some of these news these news feeds. So I mean, if you're a part of the community, you know, you're more than welcome to. You know, drop questions on there about trades, about drafts, about whatever, and then we we drop some news in there when we come across it, and we do give full you know disclosure of who it's from. We can send you the link to read it. We're not making this stuff up, mm-hmm. and also you know to give props to those who are actually finding the stuff. So, like the news about Harmon came from the uh, Rotor Underworld. You know, if you guys ever listen to those guys, you know they they got some some serious people on there, and it's you know they do have a good a podcast, and they get some good information. It's just you know we want to get as much out there for you guys in your dynasty leagues. Yep, yeah, most definitely. We we want you guys to win just as much as we want to win our fantasy leagues. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, we're serious business with this. Yeah, you so, ready to? Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just saying. You know, join the Keeper Kings community. Facebook. We have be you know on Facebook. Come be a Kingsman. Oh yeah, that's how it is, man. You yeah. guys are part of the kingdom of the kings. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but right. uh, let's get into uh, our rankings. I'm ready. To, right. This is some juicy stuff, dude, guys. And like we told you guys uh, last episode, we haven't even talked at all about our rankings. I haven't even showed jay any of this stuff so yeah. well we did our we did our wide receiver ranking and and for me it's i really don't like rankings what i like to say is whatever order it may be in doesn't matter to me it's just, just these are the they, these are the grouping of the top i believe are the top guys and running backs is getting so difficult now because yeah. because <laughs> teams like to do this running back by committee garbage i mean there's so many running back by committee teams it's so difficult to find that Miles Sanders, and and then that's why you know it's it's so difficult to navigate through all of that, and then injuries come into play. Mm -hmm. So it's very uh very delicate to really um and and I've been hearing a lot of people dog on Austin Eckler. I'm just telling you, I know Eckler's your boy. Yeah, but man, they're they're doing the you know one year wonder, flashing a pan guy. No. I, I know. Why would you, why would they I, pay him for four years with not wanting him to be their guy? I I, I agree. I'm just telling you, they, he's their new Melvin Gordon. Somebody's going to become the Austin Eckler wannabe. 
Yeah, well, I'm just telling you, a lot of people are not trusting Eckler. So you, well, you know, I want you to explain why you can trust them, which you are. You're, you're not talking about the contract, but you know, you drop us some facts, man. Drop, yeah, well, dude. well, let's do the rankings, and you can drop your facts in the rankings, okay? Yeah. So give me. Uh, let's who's say. My, well, we know the number ones, guys. We already know who's number one in fantasy running backs. We don't even need to talk about the guy. He's. I mean, it's like talking about Jesus, right? Just we just you know Christian McCaffrey, obviously number one. So we don't have to we don't have to take any time spending on Christian McCaffrey. Whoa. Don't, don't even, don't even come on. I don't know. Oh my gosh, who's gonna unthrone, uh, 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 take the throne from Christian McCaffrey? Saquon Barkley. Uh, Saquon Barkley's gonna come back, my man. Yeah, I mean. But in uh, and, drafts, and then, in drafts though, in most drafts, most drafts people are going. People are taking CMC, but yeah. at some point you can't you can't go off of what's recent. You know what I mean? And it's well, no, I'm not saying CMC is not. I mean, it's not recent, man. That's Mister Consistency for two years right. in a row, man. They they've just he's been in there if, for ninety percent of the snaps. Become, and he's become consistent again and be a machine just like CMC can yeah. be. That's Saquon Barkley. My, my my only fear about Christian McCaffrey, I will throw this out. My fear is because he's been used so utilized so much. I mean, that injury factor just every time just creeps a little higher and higher and higher. Being utilized and used as much as Christian McCaffrey. That's my big scare. And I would agree with you. I mean, I, I don't think you can go wrong going either one at number one. All right. Yeah. And uh, again, like I said, I like to do, I'd rather do group ranking than actual ranking. Because it's it could go either way, and I agree. You got your you got Christian McCaffrey, you got your San, San uh, uh you got Barkley, um. So uh, all right, let's keep keep going. Who's who's your next kicker? Uh, what do you mean? Who's the next new, guy? Oh, oh, the yeah, one one right there. I'm gonna have to go. Uh, Elliot Ezekiel Elliott. No, I knew you were gonna do that. I just knew Elliot was gonna drop on that. There's guys. I mean, I under I understand Elliot is a is a He's done a lot. Um, and for me, it's like that offense has just been – it's kind of changing, changing. It looks like eventually that the, they used to be like the the offense ran through – came through the running back. But, man, it's really starting to shift to come – start coming through the offense. I mean, they mm-hmm. they uh, they bought a lot of offensive weapons in there, man, to, to air it out rather than run it. So they're going to air it out to run the ball instead of run right. the ball to air it. So I think a little bit, it gives Elliot a little bit of, of, of a knock in, in my opinion. And, you know, he's still young. He's only, he's only 24. He's been in the league. What going on his, he's going on five Fourth years. Year. Yeah. Five years, five years. So, I mean, he's still, I mean, even though he's been used a lot, a term, I mean, this guy gets a lot, gets, gets put into a lot, a lot of work. Um, And last year, you know, he had a great year last year. Um, so you know, being and, and and you gotta think about the attempts this guy was smashed with. I mean, he had over three hundred attempts. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, running the ball three hundred times a game. I mean, three hundred times a year for two years in a row. I mean, that's six hundred times he was hit in some way. So let's say, on average here, direct hits. I mean, we're talking at least two thirds of those tackles were somebody just putting it to him. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. and they're saying what it's like getting hit by a car going 35 miles an hour. I mean, that stuff's just, it's got, it's got to hurt. But, um, but yeah, he's, he's last year, he had a good year. I mean, he had dozen touchdowns, um, 1300 yards. Um, 
and he and you know he was targeted quite a bit in that offense over 71 think, targets I think just because they brought in CeeDee Lamb I think like you said they wanted to air it out I think that's gonna make you know defenders have to stay further back because yeah. they have so many weapons right. that when they do run the ball even if they don't give Ezekiel Elliott as let's say they take off maybe four carries maybe yeah. five carries and then take a reception or two let's, off that's but, my thought that's my thought but, they but would if, drop they, if, if they drop just a little bit even that with them being so wide open, they could still he can still give them more oh, yardage. Well, that's you know that, what I mean. And that's, and that's my prediction on this. Uh, he's going to get less carries, but he's going to have just as much yardage mm-hmm. with less carries because I mean, you got there's a lot to defend there. I mean, I mean, you just first you got Dak. That's if they even can resign Dak. I mean, this guy they're battling out. I mean, I thought I thought that was the dude. They'd I don't understand what his deal is. They like, offered he him big money. And he would have had like, the second highest paid. Yeah, he wants to be. The highest paid. He has not won a playoff game. He's not won a championship game. I, th- he's I think not, he's doing too much. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. Um, heck, he didn't even win the division last year. <laughs> so uh, they got in. They got into the playoffs by default. So, well, what um, what happened is they they got lucky. Jerry Jones was like, "No, Dak's my boy. It's yeah. Garrett. It's Garrett's problem." Right. And so now, if Dak doesn't produce again. You know, it's, and it's it's yeah, it's him, not 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 the coach. I I agree. Yeah, but all right. Anyway, yeah, let's, so let's keep going. Next guy, everybody's talking. Now this guy is this guy just pisses me off. Okay, is and I get upset with him because he we're talking about Derrick Henry. This guy, he will do nothing for you for like the first ten games, guys. I'm telling you, every year, man, he don't do anything till the end of the season. I don't know why it is, but man, he just irks me because i've had him i had him at the beginning and had him you know when he, when he was starting out and it was very frustrating because man he would just not do anything mm-hmm. um for the first for the first whatever which i granted you know he did start the season kind of strong and then but he but he finished he finished strong i mean he had some phenomenal games um but you know he's he he's franchise tagged so that tells you what about Derrick Henry? What's the obvious on this franchise he, tag? They're going to use him. He wants to get paid. Yeah, he wants to get paid, but you know what that means? I mean, they're, they're going to franchise tag him this year, franchise tag him next year, and then the year after, they're going to let him go. I mean, because by then he'll be twenty-eight years old, twenty-nine years old. That that's that's when you they start putting their running backs out to pasture. So mm-hmm. why they're going to pay a guy who's 26? That means he's either going to be 27. They're going into 27 year, 27 years old this year. So why would they sign him to an Ezekiel Elliott contract? You know what I mean? Right. So I tell you guys, Derrick Henry. I mean, they might franchise tag him this year, next year, and then that's it, man. But um, he's on these one year franchise tag deal, guys. So um, would you trade him now, or would you still hold on to him? Um. If you need say him, you haven't drafted him, him yet. Yeah, I, I'd say if you haven't drafted him yet, obviously he's going to go second round, no matter what. No later no, than I mean, second. I mean, say you haven't, say you have him on your team. We're talking dynasty here. You haven't okay. done your rookie draft. Oh, okay. No, no, you. It depends where you are. are. You are you? Is your team in the mode to win? Like, are you? Um, are you going for another run? Yeah, you're like, going for another run. So then you keep him. Okay. 
Yeah, you do. You keep him because he's going to help you win a, win a championship. Say you got to um, reload. Say like middle of the pack team. Yeah, then yeah, I, then I. So would, you made I the would, playoffs, and then you you got out first round. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. Um, well, if you still have, if you're still in contentions this year, like your team is pretty decent, I would. I'd still hold them. I would say if you're kind of in more towards a rebuild, uh-huh. then then yeah, I would. I would definitely uh, move him. Okay. But if you're not, if you're in contentions, if you're middle of the pack or any of that of the above, man, you keep them and you write them because you're only going to get a couple more years left out of them. Um, and if you're if you're going to win, man, win it. He'll, so he, he, he'll so help he, you. So you have Henry up here with Barkley, CMC, and Elliott. Where, where would, do you where were you got him? Well, I like I said, I I I, I am a bit biased <laughs> about Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. So um, you'd want to have him up there. I mean, I don't have him up there. Yeah, I don't. But you, but he I got is. him in the top fifteen. Yeah, I'll say that. I mean, he's top ten. I mean, even though again, it's a biased ranking. I mean, if you go by the work he's doing, you have to have him up in the. I'd say, if in all honesty, you'd have to have him because of his performance last year. And you know him coming on even the year before at the end of the season. I mean, you'd have to, you got to have him in the top the top five because Tennessee Titans are in contentions, man. Right. I mean, they they resigned Tannehill. They moved Mariota out of there. They're they're a run first team. So I mean, he's gonna have everything he needs to to excel this year. But but a contract. So he I, if I'm him, I, I wouldn't want to. You're only gonna give me. You're not gonna give me any protection. So you're gonna run me into the ground and not give me any money. You know what I mean? Do you so, think he's gonna? You think he might preserve himself a little bit? I well, I think you know. You remember most how running, he used to be, where like we didn't really see anything till like the very end. Yeah, and it's, it depends how Tennessee wants to run him, but uh, more he's just gonna be like, you know, I don't. I mean, has he signed his franchise tag? I don't even know that. Um, I can look it up. That, that'd be something interesting to know because. Again, like I said, he's not somebody I'm really hyped on, but I'm just saying if you got him in your contention, you got you have to keep him, man. But if you need to reload, then man, send him, send him out, trade him. But um, so who, who who's your next? Yeah, guy? he he signed his uh, 10.2 million franchise tender April second. Yeah, so there you go, guys. 10 million guaranteed, one year. So well, um, the next hopefully. guy uh, I got up here is uh, Dalvin Cook. I mean. Obviously, we know what he's been doing. It seems like he's done with his injuries. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know what more you can say. I mean, we all know what he can do. I mean, the the only person that I'm only kind of concerned about is Alexander Madison. And Madison what, is good. Yes, he is. is. What, is what he can do. Um, I mean, this year, geez. Well, um, he, year, I mean, he only played 14 games, which is better than what he's been doing. Um, but he did run 250 times, 1,135 yeah. yards, 13 touchdowns, which the touchdowns I could see possibly coming down to maybe uh, maybe like eight, nine, you know, having a little bit of touchdown regression. But there, he's still being used in the receiving mm-hmm. game. But the thing is, though, is they don't have the same offensive coordinator. So yeah. what are they going to do this time? Well, I I know they would like to really get the passing game going. I mean, why would they sign Kirk Cousins? Give him an extension, right? Not only give him an extension, but ship Stephon Diggs out to give 
Kirk Cousins that extension. So, um, which Dalvin Cook, he's in he's in a contract year too. So and and he's young, so it's a prove it. You know, he's only twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's going into his fourth year. So I think this is a this is his prove it. I mean, and this means he can't be hurt. He's gonna have to play it through because if he gets hurt again, because I mean, again this year he missed the last couple games. If Madison comes in for him and just explodes, guess what? Dalvin Cook is uh, they're not gonna resign him if they got Madison that can do do the same. Which I'm not taking anything away from Cook. Cook Cook is is a good player, but it just man, he's got to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I um, think I is, think he'll be all right. Yeah, it's kryptonite, man. I'm telling you, I, I would love to see him have a full season. I have him in another dynasty league. I mean, uh, and what's messed up about it is I can't trade him for nothing. I only drafted him. This is, sounds horrible because he was the best available player at the position that I was at. So I had to take him because we what it was is it was a it's a super flex league, and I wanted to go quarterback, quarterback, and I thought I made a trade. And I thought for sure I would be able to land a, a top quarterback, but by the time I, I, I it came back to me again, the the quarterbacks I wanted to take in the first round were gone. Mm-hmm. So the next best available player was Dalvin Cook. So I had to take him, and then I thought, well, I'll take Dalvin Cook and I'll flip him. And I can't get anybody to touch him. So what does that say? I, it, it's surprising that nobody wants Cook. I even put Dalvin Cook on the clock and. Which I sent a trade out during there before everything happened, before the draft, and I'm glad he didn't take it because I offered Dalvin Cook for Cooper Cup and, and Singletary, and I'm so glad that he didn't take it. <laughs> I mean, he actually, I think, I seem like, I mean, when I sent it to him, he, he rejected it immediately, so I took it as, oh, he, it wasn't good enough for him, so, you know, but I'm glad he didn't take it. So, do not trade Dalvin Cook for Singletary and Cooper Cup, the same. So you you like Dalvin Cook then? Well, I'm gonna say if you have him, even if they release him, he's he's gonna go somewhere good. He's still young. Like I said he's 24 years old. So oh yeah, um, he's gonna get picked up somewhere if the the Vikings decide not to keep him over Matt for Madison. That, that's all about injury. If he comes through, blows it up, no injury, man, there's a good shot. He's gonna get resigned. So yeah. there'll be no worries then. Mm-hmm. All right. Now my my next guy, um, man, he's so quiet. Like, you don't hear people talk about this guy. And it's so strange that nobody says anything about him. And uh, and he, I don't know how to put it, like, he is just sneaky good. And that is uh, Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Nick, I mean, honestly, I mean, do we, I mean, you don't hear anything about, I mean, when I'm listening to all these things, you never hear anybody really, like, say, oh, Nick Chubb is a guy that you got to, you know, got to stay with. And I, and I think... Um, Nick Chubb is going to surprise some people this year. I mean, that offense is potent, man. Um, and I think that he is going to have every opportunity to, to really, I mean, I'm hoping the Browns release him. You know, like not, I mean, not like contract wise, I'm talking, let him go, let him run the ball, let him do everything that he can do. You know what I mean? I'd be awesome to see the full potential of, of Dalvin cook. And I mean, he's, you know, at the beginning of the season, I mean, they had him in there quite a bit and he was having good games. And then towards the end of the season, they started kind of peeling back a little bit of how much they had him in there. So I don't know, um, exactly. Which the whole team was struggling last year. So I'm hoping that you know this year, um, 
that they uh, they really released him. Which you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, man, he had so many attempts, like every game. I mean, he was he was up there getting fifteen plus, you know, carries, which um, which is uh, you know what most want to have. But you know, when you're a premier running back, I mean, you're getting that twenty, that you know, twenty to thirty carries a game. You know, I'm like Ezekiel Elliott's getting twenty to thirty carries a game type of thing. So. Um, I'm really hoping that those that they 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 give it to him. I mean, let him have let him, let him have it. You know, right? So, who's um, your next? Who's next? My next guy here that I want to talk about is Austin Eckler. Uh-huh, here we go. All right, now hear me out. Listen to this. All right, so for your PPR leagues last year, he was a top five running back. Okay. Ranked number four. Yes, he only had 132 rushing attempts, but with, I mean, over the past like three years, he's averaged five yards per carry and at least three touchdowns. Now, where is he going to get the rest of these attempts and these touchdowns in the running game? Well, there is no more Melvin Gordon, so Austin Eckler can come in, right? So this last year, Austin Eckler also had 108 targets, 92 receptions. 993 yards and he was average and he got eight touchdowns in the reception game, you know, so I do expect him to still be able to get those receptions, even with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. So, you know, he, the targets might come down um, just because Taylor also likes to run the ball um, in situations, which I still expect some dump offs and stuff like that. Cause but, that's what they do. Right. Well, Let me ask you this though. What if, yeah. what if Herbert gets in there? I well, mean, is he gonna is he gonna dump it off? You think, well, why not? I think you think that's his, the security blanket to toss it over to Austin Eckler. Because my my thing is though is is Herbert. I mean, when you go through the 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 combine and everything that was said about him and all his you know decision making, and he's one of those you you know he he's, they said he's not great at making his reads progression, you know. Mm-hmm. Receiver one, receiver two. He gets like he looks at the one, and then if it's not there, man, he's like, uh. So I mean, is it going to help Hunter Henry because Hunter Henry could be the security blanket, Austin Eckler if he's in there, or 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 this is my thought though. San Diego might have to go with more of a pound game, and do you think Austin Eckler can handle rushing? Because if you look at his attempts this year in most games, I mean, he he didn't get not even ten. Attempts rushing. I mean, he had. Yeah. Let me he, see. He had, he had, he had three. Least, he had four he had games. Three, he had three games. Four with, games over ten attempts. No, he didn't. He yes, he did. I'm looking ga- at. Okay, it. sorry. Yeah, four. Yeah, all right. Four. He had four games out of sixteen. Four games of sixteen that he had more than ten carries. Right, but you got to think about this. They also had Melvin Gordon. They still had their main guy, but even when he didn't have, when he had less than ten attempts, he was still getting in there fifty percent of the time. Yeah, for for cat for catches for and, catches. Oh yeah, but can he? But that's just it. Can I mean, they, the first can, two games last year, and granted, this is week one, week two. I mean, when Melvin Gordon was out for a bit, I mean, he had att- twelve attempts week one for fifty-eight yards. Five yards per carry for a touchdown, seven targets, six receptions, two touchdowns. I mean, well, you know, I'm just, we. So I, I'm trying. To, I, I'm just I trying really to prove to you why people. It. He that's can why do I'm it. telling you, people are nervous about this. No, because you look don't at have this. to be nervous. I mean, I mean look at this. Look, look, but I want you to read this. Week five, three attempts. Week eight, three attempts. 
Week 10, six attempts. Week 11, five attempts. And then week 16, four attempts. Those right. were his rushing attempts. That's, that's, that's six games I just called out. Six games where he, he, he wasn't, I mean, we're talking six and under. And so that, that scares people because, he's, because he hasn't had to carry the load because he had Melvin Gordon. All right. But All at right. the flip so, side, but, but on the flip so side, how about, I got a positive. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got one positive thing to say, though, is that he did everything he did with Melvin Gordon. So even if they don't use him as, as the running, just the catching back, he still excelled and exceeded uh, where he, what, what he was doing. That's, my, that's another point I want to make. So, so what if they have one of the – was it Jackson? Mm-hmm. Um, even if they have the Justin Jackson come in and start running – they might take Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly and say, all right, you're going to get five carries this week. You're getting five carries this week, literally, you know. And Austin Eckler's going to get a trinkle of three, but he's going to catch, you know, seven balls for, you know, 100 yards in the, in the score. That, but that, then that's what I'm trying to want people to realize is that Austin Eckler, yeah, he's scary that he doesn't get the attempts and they break those attempts up between the other running backs, but he mm-hmm. is the primary catching back. Yeah. So. I, I still, even, even with those guys, even if they incorporate them, um, I still expect him to at least get oh, ten to twelve touches. Yeah, he, you know, rushing attempts. You know, he's still going to get work. I'm not. I'm not. But worried. listen to this: uh-huh. eleven games he had over fifteen points. Right. Um, and then if even if you want to go down to like thirteen points, then that's you know up to fourteen games. So I mean, you're still getting a productive guy that you can still have in your lineup. Um, you know, so that's that's what I look for. I look for consistency in the receiving game. Boom, yeah. and you add just a little bit more in the rushing attempts. I mean, come on. I mean, week one, forty-four points. Week two, twenty-eight points. Week three, eighteen points. And week in week three, he only had nine attempts. Yeah, but he well, still had seven targets. I know, and that, but that's with the dump off king, which is Philip Rivers. He's he loved to dump it off to him. But I, what, yeah, but I'm, saying, I'm not worried. What I'm just saying is he survived. He survived Melvin Gordon, so honestly, Jackson or Kelly, I don't think are going to hurt him any. So I mean, I still think. But for me, it, those aren't his. That's not you know. His, what I'm trying to say is his rushing attempts are not his weakness. His weakness is Tyrod Taylor and Herbert. That's his weakness. What are their tendencies? And that's something that you know, as as a dynasty owner, you need you need to check out. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, okay. Anyway, uh, my next guy, um, which I think he sh- he should have been up there, but he, because he had an off season, so nobody really uh, he's been off the quiet too. I haven't heard a lot about was uh, Kamara. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. he doesn't get a lot of love. He he doesn't at all, and I know a guy in one of our. That was our my next person. Yeah, uh, a guy in our league, man. You know, he loves this guy. He drafted this guy. He's keeping this guy. I offered him a pretty good deal for this guy, and he was uh, not. He was not going to budge on him. I mean, I offered him a first round, Miles Sanders, and I threw in. Uh, I forget who I threw in. I threw in somebody, another uh, a top receiver too. Who was it? I think at the time was Julio. I had Julio Jones. I offered him Julio, Miles Sanders in the first round. The um, at the time would have been the one point three, I think, because it was that way before I traded the one point three. Um, and he was tempted, but he he turned it down. Um, 
But Alvin Kamara, man, I mean, last season, yeah, he had a little bit of an injury, but he only missed two games. And that that, that offense is so potent. And I and I think, uh, I mean, he could easily be in the top five, man. There's no, I mean, you couldn't, yeah, you take Christian McCaffrey, you take, you know, Sa- Saquon Barkley, but, I mean, Alvin Kamara could be right there too, you know what I mean? Right at the bit, right at the bit end of that, you know. He's to me, he's just as good as Chubb. He's just as good as Dalvin Cook. Um, he's just, he's just as good as just about anybody that we, you know, you wanna, you wanna throw up there with Derrick Henry, Zeke Elliott. I mean, I like him. Actually, I like him more than Elliott and Derrick Henry because of his age. He's still young. I mean, he's still got a lot of game ahead of him. Yeah, he's twenty four. Yep, and and he's a PPR machine. Yeah. Um. So you know. I, I, you know, I think he's better than Eckler, but whoa, yeah, he is better than Eckler. Come on, uh, yeah, I, I like Kamara is better than Eckler, but I really feel like, you know, I mean, like we said, we're not these aren't like we're not bringing these guys, you know, exactly in. All right, this guy's this number. Yeah, we're not this ranking them as an order. Or just as we're a group. just we're grouping these guys. Obviously, we you know we talked about Saquon and CMC first because uh-huh. those guys, you know, the main guys we're bringing. You know, guys are close and where we're at with these guys. Yeah. Um, so, Alvin Kamara. But, yeah, keep going. Well, I just want to just go over a few things real quick with Alvin Kamara. I'm not, not take too yeah. much time up on him. But, you know, last year, I mean, it wasn't exactly like it was the year before. I mean, the year before, you know, Ingram was was on suspension and Alvin Kamara was just tearing it up. And then they brought Ingram back and they reincorporated him into the team. And then this year, they, you know, you're thinking, oh, Ingram's going over there to the the Ravens, and it was like, oh, Alvin Kamara's going to go hard. But then they brought in Latavius Murray, who's, you know, going to take carries from Alvin Kamara. And that's the thing about Alvin Kamara. I, I don't understand why Sean Payton doesn't want to put it all on Alvin Kamara. I don't know why. Because when Alvin Kamara has He all, likes to use the, these gadget guys. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why he does it. I mean, because Alvin Kamara, if they would make him the premier back, like, you, there's no – you're not splitting carries, man. You, you're healthy and good. You're getting everything. Alvin Kamara would, I would believe he'd put Christian McCaffrey and, and Saquon Barkley to shame. Just uh, he'd be right in there with them, or even better, because he was he was doing it when when he had to. And I, they just don't do it. And I don't know why. So I just that's the last tidbit I had about him. If you have Alvin Kamara, man, you you keep him. You keep yeah, him like till... his game against Seattle, week three, oh, yeah. sixteen attempts for only sixty nine yards and touchdown, but. Yeah. Still had ten catches or nine, yeah, he, ten catches. He gets those balls for, in the open field, man. He's like impossible, man, to, to squirrel to squirrel him down, man. He's just he's just ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with Alvin Kamara in the top. In the he could be in the top five easy too. Oh yeah. So, all right, who's yours? Um, I'm gonna have to go Aaron Jones here. Uh, man, oh. I'm an, I'm an Aaron Jones truther, man. I am. I'm not gonna lie to you. It just sucks that he's in a contract year. So I mean, he's gonna play his heart out, but I don't think the Packers are gonna keep him. I mean, he's still only 25. So even if he went somewhere, uh-huh. um, like we said with Cook, even if they don't sign him, he yeah. could still go get paid. Unlike Henry, who's you know obviously yeah. older, no one's gonna really want to pay that guy. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. I mean, Alvin Kamara. I mean, Aaron Jones had such. A great year. I mean, nobody knew. Nobody knew that could happen. I, I, I don't think even Aaron Jones knew it could happen. Um, and he had. I mean, 
he was second to uh, Christian McCaffrey in touchdowns. And that's just amazing. That's <laughs> just amazing to say. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he could have – I mean, that offense is a running offense now. They The Packers have changed. It is it is a running offense. I mean, McCarthy – I mean, you got to think of uh, – not with McCarthy. No, I said McCarthy's uh, gone now, so they go oh, yeah. this run offense now. Mm-hmm. Um and it's and it's a beautiful thing to see the. I mean, people are like, "Oh, Aaron Jones." I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't the same. And what's because they're running the ball now? People, wake up, man! See this. I mean, right now it's Aaron Jones' show, and this year, this is his contract year. So I think, man, he's gonna go all out because if the Packers don't keep him, somebody's gonna pick him up. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If he if he pulls off the same se- another season where he's ten plus touchdowns, thousand yards rushing, I'm telling you, man, he's He's, uh, He's going to get paid. Oh, man. Somebody's going to pick. There's no way you can't pick him up. So if you got him, either way, you're still in good shape um, no matter what. You yeah. got him. I'm glad you, you don't I'm, have to worry. I'm glad you picked him. I'm glad you picked him where you did. Um, okay, here's a guy that I think this year is, is in the ties. I think he's going to have a hell of a season because they're not going to be afraid to use him. Okay? They're going to run him into the ground. That's Todd Gurley. Oh yeah, Todd Gurley's gonna machine it this year. I mean, there that dude's gonna get twenty plus carries a game. He's probably gonna get five plus catches a game. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna throw everything in the kitchen sink with this guy at a team. Well, because they got him for free. Yeah, pretty much, man. One year <laughs> deal. You know, there's no loss for them. I mean, they're gonna they know. What, I mean, think about this with the Rams last year. I don't know what it was. They were just putting the baby gloves on him, not letting him really go. And then when they realized well, they wanted to move them. Yeah. And when, well, the thing is when they realized they, they wasn't going to make playoffs, they were like, Oh, if we don't win, we're not going to make playoffs. They really, that's when they let him go. And he started doing those, ga- like having those games like he had the year before his, his knee was, you know, before we found out his knee was arthritic. He mm-hmm. was, he was having those big games again, but you know, the Ram- rest of the Rams offense was kind of anemic. So they didn't, you know, they missed the playoffs. So, um, I really think this year. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons don't have anybody behind them. They're they're gonna they're gonna just let the let Gurley go, man. Ty Gurley's gonna just run down people's throats. And if you don't, if you are if you're in a you need you you are in a position to win, and you have Ty Gurley, do not trade Ty Gurley. Win that championship, and you know send him out to pasture, man. If he wins you a championship, send him off to pasture, man. Let him. Just let him win you that gear and then let him retire, man. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got him, if you don't have him and you're contending, you might want to think a little bit of saying, hey, because you're not going to have to pay a lot for him. A lot of people are scared to have him. Like, they wish they could move him. So you might be able to get him. Um, so, don't, like me, I, I kind of paid a little bit for him, more than I probably should have. Um, but I, when I, it's kind of this thing. I have this, uh, um, I don't know, like man crush, okay, on Todd Gurley, because I had him the year before when he exploded. I mean, hey, I went thirteen and one that season, thirteen and one people, um, and Todd Gurley was my centerpiece, man. And then at the end of the season, I traded him, and then last year he was on a on a different team, and you know I seen the struggles of going on there. And at the end of the season, um, seeing what he did in the last few games. When they you know decided to finally let him go, they're going to finally start using him at the last little bit of of, of this season. And I said, you know what, I want him back because I got a feeling he's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna do something. You know, 
Because, I mean, look here. When they finally decided, oh, hey, we got to use Todd Gurley, this is what he did. He did 28, 24, 29, 23, 20. Those were his games. You see that, guys? When they decided, hey, we're going to use him a little more than what we're using him. And so I feel like this year with the Atlanta Falcons, they're not they're not going to hold back. They're going to give him the 20-plus carries a game. Um, and he is a catching back. He can catch the ball and run. So um, I think Ty Gurley is going to be a smash this year. And people might think, oh, oh, man, I'm crazy. I'm retarded. That's fine. Well, that's fine. But, you know, I'm going to be saying that's fine when I got that champ, that, that Super Bowl ring on my finger to add to my other one and my name on that trophy plaque on the, on the Lombardi, man. Then, you know, I could be like, I mean, like I told you, I told you. Oh yeah. So, all right, who you got? Uh, the next guy I got here uh, is Joe Mixon. Oh man, this guy makes me. Sh- I struggle with this guy. Why? Well, because it's just man, he's just so hit and miss, man. I mean, dude, look, he's only twenty three years old. I I know, and and he's finally. Um, I mean, and he's finally. St- Starting to really come into shape. Um, I mean, they're starting to use them more. And look, they're bringing in. Uh, they got Joe Burrow. They're gonna. They got uh, Tyler Boyd. AJ Green is coming back. Um, you know, so everything is just coming into place. I think Joe Mixon is gonna have a great season. I mean, with these other guys that we've been talking about, why won't you? I mean, why couldn't you put Joe Mixon here? Well, you know because I mean? the past couple of years, he's just been kind of like, a, uh, where's, you know, when's he, when's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? Which this season, yeah, he did half the season. I'll give him half the season. He finally did more than what he's done. And and now he's in this contract what do you mean? thing. He's in the past two seasons, he's been a top 15 running back. Last year, he was 13 in PPR, um, obviously, depending on your scoring. But, I mean, I feel like with Joe Burrow, that just adds an extra umph. Their line is well, going to get again, better. They're getting remember their what I, I, I said? I said half a season. He right. did a half a season the year before. He was only good for half the time. This last season, he was, again, only good half the time. He was, that's and only, that was the end of the season. And that was towards the end of the season, yes. The last the year before, it was only was spotty. And, yeah, we could say, oh, the offensive line's terrible. The coaching well, was terrible. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it was any of that. I think it was, it was a new coach. And most of the times – I mean, the f- running back normally struggles the first season with a new coach sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time, I feel like there was a switch, and he's like, oh, I know what I need to do with this guy. Boom, kicked in and just ran the hell uh-huh. out of Joe Mixon. Well, he's in- and I think, I think they're going to keep that going. Well, he's in his contract year. So if he wants to stay, with, and they're going to get paid, if he wants to stay with the Bengals, I mean, he's going to have to. He's going to have to show him something. He's got to show him a full year. And oh, he's going to. And for me, it's just like the bits the Bengals, though, man. Oh my god, the Bengals! It's just, uh, I, I've been, I've been in. I mean, I started watching football back in eighty in eighty six. Okay, that's basically when I really started getting into football. Um, and the Bengals have, you know, yeah. I mean, they they were down there went, you know, Super Bowl against the Niners got whooped, but Bengals have just never been since then you know where, where they've been and especially the past couple of years it's just been a mess so i i don't know man i just don't trust the, i don't it's not that i don't trust joe i don't trust the Bengals. um so well you know i'm not saying don't take them i mean you gotta i mean yeah 
I granted, I gotta say he's up. He's he's not a top five. No, 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 no way. No, no. I mean, top fifteen, yes. Top ten. Uh, I mean, I there's for me. I just like I said, my I I think like I think Miles Sanders is better than Joe Mixon. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is better than Joe Mixon right now. Mm. Um, and I think uh, I would say they're right there. Those are like my next two guys. Oh, okay, we'll see. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which, That's what I'm saying. They're they're right there. Yeah, and like Miles Sanders, we don't like we said he. It's the Miles Sanders show. Nothing to say. I mean, he has a, he's going to have every opportunity this year to be, you know, in the top five. So that's my that's my thing. If you have Miles Sanders, man, you sell him like he's. I mean, don't if you don't don't sell him. But if somebody wants him bad enough, they got to give you a king's ransom, man. Because I I wouldn't trade the him. Keeper king's ransom. Yeah, like I mean, I've had people want Miles Sanders, and they think I'm nuts because I'm telling them you want him, you're gonna have to give me. Well, I, I I I'm trying to think of some of the offers I said I wanted. They were kind of kind of crazy, but it was like I want, I want your one point zero one and your one point zero three pick, and and I want this player. So I'm not selling Miles Sanders at all for for cheap because, you know, he's he's gonna be the focal point of that that run game. So. Right. Uh, and the past game over there, uh, Carson Wentz, obviously they don't trust him enough because they went and, you know, drafted Love. So, not Love, they drafted uh, uh, Hurt. Yeah, Hurts. Hurts. So, I mean, it's kind of like. Um, you know why? Because Carson Wentz is always hurt. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> he's well, he's well, he's not afraid of contact, which, I mean, he needs to learn just to fall down, slide, do something. You know, not, not go out there and pound it out, and then there he is with, with nothing. But, right. yeah, and then. Anyway, Miles Sanders, I think, man, could be like a top Sanders could a be a top five this year, and I think Josh Jacobs has it too. Has every opportunity to be, I think, oh, yeah. think top. I mean, that they're going to open up the passing game um, with him. They, I mean, they drafted him in the first round last year. It's time for him to step up and get more of this offense and do more. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I like Josh Jacobs. I think he. Like I said, he he has every opportunity too. I mean, yeah, they re-signed like Rashard and and you know, but they brought in some more receivers so they could take. Because last year they just like they're gonna run the ball, so let's you know drop you know nine guys, eight nine guys in the box and um, stop the run because we're not scared of the pass. Mm-hmm. So um, I think you know adding the the guys that they added, um, which was uh, Rugs and Edwards, right? And, right, uh, and I think. That that should help open things up for Josh Jacobs to have a really good season, as long as yeah. he stays healthy. I mean, if he gets banged up again and hurt, I mean, it's this could be this definitely could be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, um, I would um, like to. I had Josh Jacobs for a bit. I kind of wished I could get him back, but uh, you know, he's not the guy that has him in our one league. Isn't going to give him up, and then you have him in the other. <laughs> So definitely something um, we like to do, but all right, I think we're gonna cut it here. All right, we're gonna we'll give you guys um, our next bit of running backs on Tuesday. It will be there for you guys Wednesday morning for you guys' drive. I hope you guys have a great uh, holiday weekend. Enjoy your families. Um, stay safe out there, obviously. You got anything, Jay? No, just, uh, you know, check us out on Facebook, on Keeper Kings. 
Um, and don't forget about our Keeper Kings League, you guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we're still, Come on. We're still trying to get that filled up. Um, I, I, underst- I understand, you know, we're, we're not a real big podcast or – and that's you know, cool. That's cool. It just and you know we we want people we'll in that there. league to, um, it actually will help us with our podcasting. So yeah, we are asking for some help because we want to see people's tendencies and and kind of see how people are moving in some in some areas. Because I mean, we could we could easily add our friends in there. We have friends that would look to join the league, but we don't we don't want to do that. We want to use people that are not our friends that are outside of our comfort zones and outside of our community. We wanna... Yeah, so we can grow a new community. Yeah, and, and you know, so like I said, we can see how people are their tendencies and how they're doing things. So we can inform our listeners of of what's going on out there, how people are drafting, what people are looking at, what kind of trades are going down for who. So you know, and it's not just that league that we we get we help get information from. We you know we got other leagues that we're in, but we want to have our own Keeper Kings League. Um, and I think that'd be cool. And you guys can follow me on Twitter. At Keeper King I A M S, um, you can message me on there or um, at me and say, "Hey, I want to join up. Send me the link, you know, and I'll DM you." Or even on our Facebook page, you can DM us on there. You know, we're, we we want to help you guys keep being the kings of your leagues. All right, man. Well, hey, take care, everybody. Take care. Have a good uh, 